to Behind the Headlines, the weekly SilicogaNews.com podcast where we take you behind the stories we tell and report here at SilicogaNews.com. I'm your host, Michael Brannon. Thanks so much for joining us this week. On today's episode, we have Chief Nate Osgood from the Silicaga Fire Department. We're going to be talking about all things fire service, including how you might be able to start your next career with the Silicaga Fire Department and all of the things that they do day in and day out to help keep us all safe. All right, conversation with Chief Nate Osgood is coming up here on Behind the Headlines. Stay with us. Doing some home remodeling or backyard projects? A home equity line of credit from Heritage South Credit Union can help you get that project done in no time with a low application fee, low rates, and convenient access. Call 256-245-4776 today to speak to an expert about Heritage South Credit Union's home equity line of credit. Heritage South Credit Union, your community credit union. NMLS number 712492, Equal Housing Lender, federally insured by NCUA. Ever feel like you're missing from your own life just because you always have to run off to the bathroom? Those days are over. Be the star of your own life again with BTL Amsella. To learn more about Mcella treatments and how they can help you, visit ChildersburgClinic.com. Thank you so much for being here. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Michael. Appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. So, you are just shy of two years from being uh, being selected as chief of the fire department. What have the last two years been like for you? Uh, pretty crazy. Uh, you know, uh, you get uh, you know, I was appointed in March of 2020, and it was like, hey, you're the fire chief now. Deal with COVID because <laughs> you know we've never dealt with anything like this before. So, exactly. you know, have fun with it. Uh, but no, we've we've done uh, really well uh, through all of that. We have uh, grown the department in two years. We've, we've pushed really hard. Uh, I always tell people, you know, it's easy to be at the top when you've got great people who support you. And I'm extremely fortunate to be in that position. Uh, you know, we, we have undergone a kind of a vision and mission analysis and, and redirection uh, of the department to make sure that we're all on the same page, we're all pulling in the same direction. And we have definitely zeroed in to have all three shifts pulling pulling in the same direction to to improve and and move the department forward you your experience in the fire service spans what time frame and and the the experience that you had leading into this position as fire chief um, came from where talk about that sure so I, I actually started in 2009 so I'm 13 13 years in in the fire service as a whole I actually got my start at 18 as a volunteer firefighter and made the crossover into the, the career realm through the fire college and all of their training classes and certification requirements. I started here as a part-time firefighter in 2012 with the Silicaga Fire Department under Chief Matt Misseldine at the time and came on, I guess it was just a year, year or so later is when I had the opportunity to, to move over to full-time mm -hmm. and been here ever since. The, uh, the, I know the time frame you mentioned, you know, it's been crazy over the last uh, two years. 
you mentioned COVID. How how did how did that help, or excuse me, how did that hinder uh, some of the uh, the responses, perhaps, or any of the day to day operations that you had with the Silicata Fire Department? So uh, of course, with a, a fire department, you know we don't have the option to just close the doors and go home and and uh, you know say well we're not we're not going to go out, right. uh, not an option for us. So you know there, there was kind of an element of well we're just going to be here through it all and we're going to take it as it comes and take it day by day we have been very fortunate that we've not had significant issues uh, in the department specifically uh, you know of course like most places you know we've had people who have had it and and uh, we've just taken it as it came and and you know ran with it i know covid has been a a factor it seems like uh, in, in some regard, down the line of uh, people uh, leaving their jobs in some capacity. And uh, I know that that has not been the case here, but in that world of you needing help, needing employment, people looking for employment, the fire department is looking to hire, and you've helped yourself apply for a grant through the federal government. Talk about that safe uh, grant that you have have applied for. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we we have even even prior to to applying for the grant which I'll, I'll touch on in a minute uh, this budget year we made some some staffing changes and are looking to bring on some more full-time personnel we actually have a, an application period open now which basically runs through the last full week in february uh, so anybody who's interested uh, who's ever thought that, that this might be an interesting career uh, certainly willing to to go down to city hall and, and pick up an application at the mayor's office monday through friday 8 to 4 30 and uh, feel free to apply for that so we we are looking for people now uh, we're, we're expanding and growing in that regard. And personnel has been one of our biggest pushes for the last uh, five years now, uh, more or less, to, to really try to meet some of the standards that we haven't been meeting previously. And staffing, of course, is expensive, and uh, personnel is expensive, but we're pushing hard to, to grow that. Uh, and the, the SAFER grant that you mentioned is a, a federal grant. Uh, SAFER stands for Staffing for Adequate Fire and Emergency Response. And so we're actually asking for, for even more personnel through that grant uh, if we get it, which we won't know for a few months still, but we have applied for it. When you talk about staffing personnel, what exactly, what are those positions that you're looking for to fill? Sure, absolutely. So, so we're, right now we're just looking for basic entry-level firefighters. We, we've, of course, the fire service is an oddball in our working hours in that we work 24-hour shifts. So we, we work 24 hours on duty, and then we have 48 hours off duty. Mm -hmm. uh, shifts run 7 a.m. to 7 a.m. Of course, that includes cooking, training, cleaning, chores, sure. uh, community service, community right. events, whatever you know, whatever comes our way right. on top of responding to calls. And right. hopefully we get to sleep a little at night. Yeah. Um, it happens sometimes, and sometimes it doesn't, but sure. that's just the nature of the beast. It's, uh, it's definitely something that's close to my heart. I know that you know we've talked about it before. My dad spent 34 years on the... Mobile Fire Department as a as a as he retired as a deputy chief yes, uh, of operations and so um, so I have an affinity for the for the line of work that you're in of course with all first responders so thank you for your service in, in that regard yeah really appreciate absolutely it. well it's it's far from just me yeah. I can assure you that yeah no there's definitely uh, so many men and women who really uh, put their lives on the line every single day talk about the training aspect that goes into being a firefighter or even joining the fire department in general. I know that there are some efforts that you have uh, helped get underway and uh, some things that hopefully are going to be coming to fruition soon. Uh, of course. So, I mean, as, as far as your entry-level training goes, uh, all of our training 
certification training goes through the Alabama Fire College, which is home based out of Tuscaloosa. Um, but uh, it, the, the entry level training is 400 hours. That's, that's just the, the Alabama standard to, to become a career firefighter. And then above and beyond that, there are dozens upon dozens of continuing education classes, whether that be you know, apparatus operations to, to run the trucks, whether that be um, technical rescue, whether that be hazardous materials or uh, inv fire investigations, or you, you just the list goes on and on. Yeah. So there's, there's hundreds upon hundreds of hours of training opportunity as you go through a career as a, of a firefighter. Uh, we are also required on top of the certification training to have uh, several hundred hours, a couple hundred hours of, of annual training for every firefighter. And so that is something that uh, we have struggled with in the past and we're taking steps to, to work toward making sure that we're meeting those standards. One of the things that we are doing uh, to, to help with that is uh, the city has actually taken the old Mountain View School and designated that to the fire department as our training facility. And the guys have been putting in a whole lot of sweat equity over there to turn it into uh, something that, that's usable for training. And uh, of course the, the school has been vacant for the better part of 15 plus years now. And uh, it, it has uh, seen better days, but we're, we're over there working to try to bring it back up to par to a point where it can be used for for our training, for hands-on training and classroom training and PT training and, and all of that. So is it, am I understanding you correctly to say that you're currently using it or you're going to be using it? We are right on the cusp of using it. Okay. We, we have been doing a lot of work over there to get it ready yeah. and uh, probably this month we'll actually okay. start being able to hold actual training evolutions over there and the, the whole training facility concept and project is really probably more of a an eight or 10 year master plan project, sure. but uh, little steps along the way that, that right. we kind of already have mapped out uh, as we get to them to, to help, you know, increase our capability over there for all the different facets of, of our training. You are, uh, you are you're young in, in comparison to <laughs> sure. maybe some of the people that you work with. And uh, you, that sometimes can create some challenges, but I know sometimes it could also provide some, some great avenues to be able to even help encourage and, and be a, even a better leader. How do you manage uh, firefighters that may be younger than you and even that may be older than you? Well, I, again, like I said at the very beginning, it's it's been really easy for me stepping into this role because the, the, the employees and firefighters of the Silicaga Fire Department are amazing people. And uh, you know, you're right, that, that's uh, a challenge. And, and certainly at the beginning, you know, I think there were a lot of question marks mm -hmm. and I'm just so grateful to have uh, firefighters in the, and, and officers in the, the Silicaga Fire Department who have just bought into to the vision of how I want to grow the Silicaga Fire Department. And, and it's, not, it's not my department, it's our department. And, and I think everybody has started to grasp onto that. Um, you know, we, we have pushed hard uh, you know, that, that catchphrase of culture change. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we've had to kind of redirect some of the ways that we were moving from years past, and uh, that's not always easy. Mm -hmm. But in a very short period of time, we've moved a long way with a lot of those, a lot of those uh, in, internal issues of, of just getting all the horses pulling the cart in the same direction. Before we go to break, what is the the funding look like in terms of when you have to you know buy a new apparatus or 
you know, even go to get groceries. Uh, you know, the, it's a wide-ranging field. What does that look like, and how does that work? for the, the person that might not know how a fire department is funded, essentially. Uh, of course. You're a city entity, but how does that dynamic work? Well, I think that question could probably keep us here all day. Yeah, sure. Uh, but, <laughs> but uh, you know, the, the long and short of it is that the, the city funding for the fire department, you know, comes through our annual budget process, sure. comes through, you know, the tax revenue that, that the city has and, and you know, the, that process that we go through every year. Um, you know, as far as, like, buying groceries, that's generally on each shift. Um, you know, there there have been uh, times in the past. Uh, thankfully, I just preface by saying our community is amazing, and the support that our community shows to, to our department is is un, unparalleled. Uh, but there are are stories that break occasionally from other locations where you know somebody got mad because they saw the fire truck at the grocery store, and and you know the the reasoning behind that is we're always on duty. Mm -hmm. We have to be able to respond whether we're at Walmart or, or Piggly Wiggly or, you know, the station or at training or wherever, because right. when the tone goes off, that's that's that. And, uh, and and we have to be ready to jump at that. So the guys, a lot of times, you know, take the fire truck as a shift mm -hmm. to the grocery store and they buy groceries to cook lunch and or dinner, or, you know, breakfast right. the next morning, whatever they decide to do. Right. And uh, that comes out of their pocket. Mm -hmm. um, and, and we do have a, a kind of a station fund that we all pay into for coffee and tea and ketchup and mayo and mm -hmm. you know salt and pepper you know the, the basics but sure. um, you know as far as meal day-to-day -to -day meals uh, that falls on the shifts it's uh, it's an incredible dynamic it's an incredible process of what a fire service uh, really does at the core and so we really appreciate you uh, coming in and talking with us today about uh, everything that's happening with the Silicon Fire Department anytime thank you so much we're gonna wrap things up here with uh, Chief Osgood here in just a few minutes on behind the headlines stay with us Ever feel like you're missing from your own life just because you always have to run off to the bathroom? Those days are over. Be the star of your own life again with BTL Mcella. To learn more about Mcella treatments and how they can help you, visit ChildersburgClinic.com. People tell our tellers, lenders and representatives, they see us at events happening in your community all the time. There's a reason for that. With more than 450 volunteer hours every year, our team is dedicated to knowing you and what matters most. Heritage South Credit Union is your community credit union. Find out why more and more people are becoming members at myhscu.com. Heritage South Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA, an equal housing lender. today thank you so much for being here absolutely um, so a few things before we let you go sure. how can people become involved once again with the Silicaga fire department so so we are accepting applications now uh, for anybody who who wants to just kind of um, I don't know if sightsee is the right word sure. but but you know just kind of come in and, and get a quick gist of what we yeah. do I mean uh, you know during business hours mm -hmm. you know you can swing by the station um, the guys been more than happy to kind of show you the trucks mm -hmm. show you around you know kind of kind of give you the the brief overview of what we do, if you will. 
Uh, of course, uh, you know, outside of uh, other administrative tasks, I'm generally in my office Monday through Friday, eight to five. Uh, I love interfacing with people and talking to people. Yeah. Uh, questions, uh, of, of course, we can, you know, try to answer any and all of them. Uh, my email address is nosgood, O-S-G-O-O-D, at silicagaal.gov. So if somebody's interested in, in finding out uh, more about the, the application stuff or have specific questions, by all means, email me and, and uh, you know, be, be more than happy to discuss or try to answer questions there. Uh, but like I mentioned earlier, the, uh, at the application period runs through the, the last full Friday in, in February 25th, 26th, whatever, whatever day that is. And um, you can pick up applications upstairs at City Hall in the mayor's office Monday through Friday, 8 to 4.30. So uh, by all means, you know, and I always tell people, you, you can always put in an application and not pursue it later. Sure. But if you don't put in an application, it closes the door entirely. So if it's something you've ever considered, great point. You know, I mean, it, it's worth turning an application at least to see where it may go. That's a great point. Great point. Last question before I let you go. Sure. What safety tip this time of year would you share with somebody who may not, uh, who who may be listening that um, they might not be thinking about just because there's just so much going on to help keep their home safe? Of course. So the the big one that that stands out in the wintertime is space heaters. We, we routinely run several every winter. Uh, in fact, I, I don't remember if it was last year or the year before, I think we ran like four in 72 hours that were caused by space heaters. So the, the safety tips there are don't plug a safety, uh, don't plug a, uh, a space heater into an outlet strip or surge protector. Yeah. They're not made for that much current. Right. Plug them directly into the wall. Keep them at least three feet away from beds or clothes or mm -hmm. you know anything flammable that may be laying around on the floor mm -hmm. uh, don't drape your towel over it to dry it those those types of things uh, just maintain the space maintain the distance on them and uh, keep them away from surge protectors because uh, that's definitely definitely an issue and i mean i have space heaters in my house i mean you know sure. there's there's areas of your house that just get cold and yeah. you know you need a little extra there and i, right. I get i understand that but right. just make sure we're doing it safely absolutely Chief, thank you so much. Yes, sir. Thank really you. Really appreciate your time joining us today on Behind the Headlines. Really appreciate it. That's going to do it for this episode. We thank you so much for watching and listening, wherever that may have been. If you were listening on a podcast platform, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, give us a five-star rating and share it with your friends. If you're watching this on SilicogaNews.com or on our Facebook page, also share that with your friends and leave us a comment of maybe who you would want to see next time on Behind the Headlines. That'll do it for this episode. We'll see you next time.